Hey, hey, everybody, Kevin here with Pursuing Pixels, and welcome back to another edition of Save It for the Cast. And as per usual, I'm going to be kicking the ball over to uh, John Randall and I. We got the whole trio here for a mostly video game focused, actually pretty much strictly video game focused uh, Save It for the Cast conversation here. And because of that, and because I've had a super, super busy week, uh, partly gearing up, not so, not that I've done so much, but mostly just kind of brainstorming and gearing up for our second annual uh, Pursuing Pixels James Jam Game Gam, uh, I'll make sure to put a link to that uh but yeah last year's was just so so much fun um we're doing that to celebrate our uh four-year anniversary coming up which is crazy that uh it's been a year since the last game jam and four years since we started up uh the podcast so we will hopefully be doing uh some kind of anniversary edition of the episode like podcast episode as well i don't know exactly what we're gonna do for that we were actually just brainstorming uh some of that uh when we sat down for a session the other night and yeah really the only game that I've been playing. I know I usually like to kind of like lead these episodes off with some of the stuff that I've been playing, but I've been playing a bunch of uh, Everybody's Golf, which I talked about on last Save It for the Cast, but I sat down, we recorded an episode uh, just the other night that'll be out in a few weeks where uh, I kind of dig into that game a little bit more. I will say, just following up from the previous Save It for the Cast, that I can definitely give this game a pretty wholehearted endorsement at this point, apart from the fact that, uh, and I say this on the regular episode too, so pardon me for repeating myself when that comes around, but uh, I can pretty much, yeah, just give it the wholehearted endorsement apart from the fact that it's kind of like a dead game at this point, like all the online functionality and tournaments and all that stuff uh, ended as ended as of September 2022. But apart from that, you know, it's pretty much been exactly what I wanted from like that Mario Golf you know, what I wanted from Mario Golf Super Rush and just kind of in Mario Golf in general. It's got very much, you know, it's different in its own ways in a lot of regards, but it's pretty, you know, my skills and, you know, just knowledge set uh, from playing so much of those Mario Golf games and a little bit of the Hot Shots Golf series growing up. Like, I just feel like that was able to so directly translate just a, you know, slight learning curve of like, okay, that's how much the putts break or that's how, you know, that's just how much the wind you know, comes into effect in this game or whatever, but it's really, uh, it gets pretty tough, but yeah, like I said, I'm going to be digging into that on a future episode proper of the podcast with, uh, Randall and John. And yeah, I actually end up just talking about a bunch of the demos that I've been playing, uh, on the actual, like save it for the cast conversation coming up. Uh, John actually also played some Gunsuit guardians with me, uh, which is the new game from our buddy, Matt Glanville, who's actually been on the podcast before, um, it actually got me uh, firing up some of his previous games, uh, Ghost Grab 3000. That's really the only other game I've played uh, other than Everybody's Golf since, you know, the probably for the last two, three weeks, just because I'd played some Gunsuit Guardians and then sitting down to edit this episode. I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot that John played some of that, too. And then I was like, oh, I forgot how good Ghost Grab 3000 is. I made made some comparisons to it. Uh, and Gunsuit Guardian. So I was like, okay, I got to refresh my memory with that game. I was actually trying to chase down our buddy Arpy, uh, who's in the Discord and just been a, a longtime friend and fan of uh, what we do here. And like, I was like, maybe I'll uh, try climbing those Ghost Grab 3000 leaderboards a little bit. And like, my high score on the hardest stage is like uh, 80,000 or something like that. And RP's at like 215,000 or 14 or something. And I'm like, man, he's pretty close to Matt Glanville, uh, himself, the developer of the game. So I'm just like, this is just wild. I don't think I'm ever going to catch up to that. Although the score does seem to kind of multiply, like the further you progress or the longer you can last, it's just a matter of lasting long enough. So yeah, I really have not been doing, uh, really any other gaming beyond that. But like I said, I've played a ton of other cool demos. So I'll be, uh, leaning into that, uh, once the conversation picks up here with, uh, John Randall and I in just a second, but, uh, 
yeah, just ton of awesome indie games coming out and uh, just been a pleasure to to play them as of late. But uh, yeah, to actually keep it short and sweet for once on one of these intros, I'm going to leave it there and uh, toss the ball over for the uh, rest of the Save It for the Cast conversation. And until uh, next week, we'll catch you then and take care. But, uh, but yeah, I don't know. How do we want to break this down? How are you feeling on the eShop stuff, Randall? There's no pressure to talk about that, but I'm I'm down to if you want to. Yeah, probably I mean, be like a and mushy sort of let's yell Just at be Nintendo kind of like a some nin- more sort of thing. You know, yeah, yeah, kind of one of Nintendo. Those. And it can kind of pair. <laughs> I, can, I can pair that with like the Switch Online retro yeah, yeah. stuff. I know we've been talking about that a decent amount on the last few episodes, Good. but happy to do more of that. Because otherwise, like, I know we've all played some Demon Throttle, but we can just table that oh, for yeah. another time. We could um, also do it as a uh, save it for the cast section, and then it could get true. slotted earlier. True. If that That's doesn't true. Have yeah, yeah, probably not early enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's always good to have stuff like that in the back pocket when yeah. we're like, oh, we got, or, oh, man, let's do a double. Like, let's throw Demon Throttle on the table or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm, I'm happy to do whatever, but yeah, otherwise, like I've just been playing like some demos. Like I know, John, you checked out that gun suit, uh, guardians. Dude, that I really got pretty hooked. I played three quick runs. I was like, oh man, I, cause I played a bunch of, uh, ando osat games, you know, uh, spear DX and go, go pogo girl just put out a new game. Nice. Uh, chibi ninja shino kun uh treasure of the demon tower if i'm if i'm not mistaken i think i might have that slightly wrong but i started streaming that and i played for like beat like the first world and a half and there's like 20 stages per world just like a precision platform i shouldn't say just it's like a really cool precision platformer kind of lightly puzzly like Kind of, I feel I was saying like Ando jumped into the chat at one point a little bit later on because yeah, I played first world and a half and I was like, okay, I'm gonna jump over to a different game. And then Ando was like, jumped into the chat and was like, oh dang, you're already done with the or you're already on the second world. And I was like, oh Ando, you're jumping in right now. I was like, if nobody has any objections, I was like, I'm gonna keep playing some more of this if Ando's just showing up. Yeah. So I ended up finishing off the third world. So I beat like played another world and a half after Ando jumped in. Nice. And. It is an incredible game, and I was nice. just like, this kind of rounds out a really wonderful trilogy of games between Go Go Pogo Girl, Spear DX, and then this one. It seems like there's going to be five worlds with 20 stages each, like Ooh, all about precision platforming. Geez. You got like your ninja with a double jump, wall jump. The wall jump's like really specific too. Like it feels like almost like rhythm game status. Like you really got to like hit it at the right time, and it. It might be frustrating for a second or two when you're until you get used to it, but then you're like, oh, that feels nice. Like it feels really nice to bounce back and forth. Yeah. But then you have like a upwards like grappling hook rope that you can throw and like you can kind of like cling to the ceilings and then you can just run along the ceiling if you're as long as you want. And then uh, with your double jump, that recharges either every time you uh, do a wall jump or every time you cling to the ceiling or whatever. So like you're getting to recharge that double jump so often and like. Uh, it's got those Sega Master System Mega Drive slash Genesis vibes nice. going on. Uh, oh, man, I just had a blast. But then after that, I was like, well, OK, so since I played way more of that than I expected, I was like uh, our buddy uh, Matt Glanville just sent over a, co- a few copies of that Gunsuit Guardians for all of us. So I was like, you know what? I was like, the demo just came out and then he sent over like the early access version. He was like, it's pretty much the demo, but just with like a few 
things, you know, a few features that are not in the demo or whatever. But yeah, I ended up playing three like long runs and it's a vampire survivors inspired. Like I remember I uh, in the oh, discord yeah. that Matt Glanville has, like I remember him saying like, oh, I really kind of want to make a, a vampire survivors inspired thing. And I was like, ah, oh, man, don't don't jump on the bandwagon. Like everybody's like trying to make their version of that or whatever. And this now that I'm playing it, I'm like, oh, please, thank you. Is. Like, <laughs> I, I've talked about it on a couple episodes to save it for the cast. It's like it's this game that like just blew up out of nowhere. It was like a one dollar or two dollar game initially. And now it's on Game Pass. I think it's only five. Oh, it is still, on Game Pass. Like, oh, OK, it's called it's, it's visually that's how I played it. Yeah, I, I can't yeah, even it, make heads or tails of what I'm looking at. It's like the I feel like ugliest looking game. It's so gaudy and yeah. garish. But like actually playing it in action. I think I said this on the save it for the cast when I talked about it. But I was like. Because I talked about some other game that was inspired by it, and I was like, okay, I gotta actually play this game that has been, especially since I have it on Game Pass. So it's not like the they call it Bullet Heaven is kind of like the pun that they call it instead <laughs> of Bullet Hell, okay. and you kind of like just keep just like in Gunsuit Guardians, you keep like getting upgrades and buffs, and your character just kind of auto fires essentially, and it's just like top down, and you just become more and more powerful and keep stacking your upgrades and just kind of mow down enemies. Yeah mindlessly but the fact that this one adds in like a dash mechanic and twin stick aiming and like just a little more depth to the mechanics um and i just like the aesthetics a little bit better you know matt glanville's always got those really chunky juicy bold pixels and stuff oh yeah uh you know it's got that similar aesthetic to like gungeon uh gungeon uh dungeon death ball and uh What's the other game? Uh, Ghost Grab 3000. Oh, it's got yeah, kind of like yeah. a similar aesthetic, even kind of similar gameplay to Ghost Grab 3000, to be honest. So like, mm-hmm. yeah, I went from being like, oh, no, Matt, don't make a Vampire Survivors wannabe game. And now I'm like, oh, please give me more of this game. Dude, Why is it, it only in early access? It was super. Well, yeah. And like so much so that like when I saw like the like proposed roadmap of like additional features or whatever mm. i'm like ooh, i don't want to play any more of this game like, i didn't look right? at the roadmap so i'm curious i mean it's more levels more abilities more yeah. progression like it's just more but like it's yeah. all like the stuff that i was like like if it was a complete game i would be playing it to completion like a hundred percent but like knowing that there's going to be more of it and it's going to probably go through a couple more iterations i was like oh yeah like i got a taste i know this is exactly what i want from it like i want to play the final version of it now right yeah i'm kind of in that same boat that was why i held off so long on dungeon death ball in early access because that one was in early access for a really long time um and then he reached out like right before it was coming out and he's like it's pretty much done he's like but i really want some feedback from you guys he's like if you don't mind evan uh you know playing it or whatever i was like hey i don't mind at all and i was like now that you're telling me that it's almost done i was like i'm that's really the only reason i haven't played it already um but yeah having you know just played a little bit of this i was like man if this is like your rough draft for this game like this is sweet sweet stuff just you know more bullet hell awesomeness um yeah i'm just such a huge fan of matt glanville just such a nice nice guy oh yeah um yeah kind enough he was like hey i want to send over a copy i got to make sure i text dj too he sent over four copies so nice and he still listens to the podcast all the time i message him i was like oh man it's been so long and he was like he's like you know he's like it has been a while he's like i feel like since i listened to the podcast every week i'd talk to you guys all the time and <laughs> yep. i was like oh man that's cool. I was like, I mean, I knew he used to listen, but I was just assume, oh, people probably get busy and yeah, you know, yeah. can't listen all the time. So that's awesome. It's just cool that most of the people that listen to our show are like the people who make games that yeah. we like. Right. So pretty cool. It's good. Community. But yeah, I was really pumped on that game. Like I, I ended up having a like that was such a great way to wrap up that stream. I was like, oh, man, I kind of want to play more, but my back's hurting me. Yep. 
I um, redeemed the code. So we'll see if yeah, I can yes. fire it on my surface. We'll see what happens. Beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> it ran on my laptop pretty good while streaming. So okay, that's okay. Uh, yeah that's saying something. That's uh, definitely saying something. Yeah, because that's not, a. I mean, I don't know. It's it's a small game, but that's a lot of like sprites, a lot of pixels, and, a lot of stuff. Yeah, I, mean, I, I never got past the first boss. I don't know Same. how far you made it. Yeah. Like that was where I died each time. I came pretty close. My last run, but, I encountered the boss for the first time. Like same here, same here. Uh, or maybe the second time. I can't remember now, but I started like doing more thing and yeah as i was doing more things like things that i was specifically avoiding in earlier runs i was like you know what let's just go for it and then seeing more mechanics and getting way more excited for those more mechanics i was like oh man no this is this is gonna be a it's gonna be a great final project yeah I and think. and a great sign with it being in early access like it with and it's like the demos out and everything and like i was just reading the updates on steam and like apparently like the thrusters or like kind of like the dash boost mechanic i don't think that was actually in the game initially like nice i saw like an update on steam and it was like update you know version 3.0.36 or whatever like the people have spoken thrusters have been added into the game nice. or whatever so i was like okay nice so like and i would say that's like one of the most fun mechanics of the game is like because you're like wait until everything kind of swarms in on you and it does and then you to the best that i can tell it makes you invulnerable for a brief moment you oh. get some invincibility frames so like at first i didn't think so but i was like oh, okay it does so you can just like wait until you're getting enemies swarmed at you and like yeah there's a bunch of different po- like one of the special abilities you can get is like kind of dropping off like a little dummy drone or whatever so you can drop that off and then enemies start swarming towards that for a certain number of seconds oh, there's like nice. all the, like oh, you is... pick like a you pick a starting character, a starting weapon, and a starting special ability. And right now, in the early access, I don't. Maybe there's less in the demo. I don't know, but um, there's three characters you can pick from. Kind of similar to how Ghost Grab Three Thousand work, where like each kind of like mech you could pick had like slightly different stats, slightly different speed, slightly more health, less health. Like you know, just different balances of characters. And it looked like there were going to be three more characters added down the line. So, but yeah, just knowing how much he polished up, because I, I remember seeing some really early uh, gameplay, like GIFs and videos of Dungeon Death Ball, and it's like rough around the edges. Still looks really cool, but like going from the final product to that, it's like, oh man, okay. So seeing where this game's at, Gunsuit Guardians in this current state, and like, oh man, this is the early state. This game's going to be awesome. Dude, nice. like uh, my other friend, uh, I'm, I'm friends with so many mics. Uh, Mike, Mike Cecina, um, and I have to say both of their names because I know all of their mics. Um, but, uh, he's been working on a game too. And like, he just sent me like one of the most recent builds uh, of it. And like, I remember like the first version of it. I'm like, this game is almost unrecognizable from like the first version. And I'm like, like the mechanics are still the same, but like the iterations it's gone through is just like, good God, like so much work goes into these. And like, I, it's, I, I know that like the, the, I don't know, like people like only want to show like the most polished versions or like, like, oh, here's a demo. And it's like, an oh, seems like a finished game. And it's like basically just like a slice of the game that's already done. Right. But like, man, like seeing like something from like absolute like zero and conception and like getting seeing it get polished time and time and time again. It's like incredible to watch that because like it's when we're like writing a song, like we don't like, you don't see every, like the dozens of times where we fucked up on the same thing. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Or like couldn't get that part right or couldn't figure out the transition. Or exactly. Whatever. Like, yes. Like, and, but that's just so much of what 
making anything is, is yes. just like having rough versions and then having it get polished and polished over time. And it's so fun to see. I love, I love it. Yeah, I definitely love that. Yeah, I guess just just real quick while I'm talking about some random stuff that I stream to, I also checked out the demo for this game, Shovel Fall, um, which originally was a game called Fallen Shovel, which was made for a game jam. I can't remember if it was Ludum Dar or Game Maker's Toolkit, but it was one of the bigger game jams. And it was kind of like this precision platformer with this cool, like kind of ASCII art retro hmm like style but it's like a side-scrolling platformer and with the ascii art like your first instinct is like oh procedurally generated levels and whatever but actually it's not it's like handcrafted levels and fallen shovel was really awesome you're like just this shovel that is constantly bouncing at all times and then you can hold down a button to like kind of do like a charge like super mega jump and that was like the main mechanic and that mega jump would like break certain bricks or it was almost like a little like mini explosion uh but anyways the developer like has gone on to like start working on a, you know, follow up or successor to that game. It's just called uh shovel fall, uh, all one word, but like they got uh, a couple people to work with them on this one. So they got this artist Sinclair strange to work on the pixel art. Uh, who's like a pretty well-known retro pixel artist. I think I don't, they definitely do like eight bit style. Like I had seen, seen some of their stuff on itchio and whatever. Yeah. Like, oh, they're on this. And then, uh, DDR Kirby, which is just, that's just their handle online. I don't know what their actual name is, but they're working on this game called Rhythm Quest, uh, which they're doing the music and gameplay for, uh, just doing everything for, I think. Uh, but I saw they were doing the soundtrack for Shovel Fall, so I was like, oh man. And it's from the developers Silkworm Games, and they made this game Super Mega Zero, which on top of already loving Fallen Shovel or whatever, whatever the game jam version was called, I was like, okay, I love Super Mega Zero. I love pretty much everything this developer's done that I've touched. So I was like, I got to check this game out. And uh, they uh, they even tagged us on Twitter. They're like, hey, our demo's out. Check it out. And I was like, oh, man, thanks for letting me know because I would have totally missed this. Right. Um, and that demo was fucking amazing. Like the pixel art, the chip tunes, just out of control. Like it's got like a it's definitely widescreen, but it's got almost like a morph cat style. Yeah. Like NES style look to it. Like okay. really rich pixel. Like kind of I love bobble. that. Yeah, but like more on a micro scale, like where it looks like those micro mages size sprites. Mm. Um, Like it looks like an NES game, but obviously could not run on the NES. But sure. The demo was just it it was so good. Like I kept thinking like, oh, I'll stop after this level or after this stage. And you're just basically, yeah, the shovel like falling down from heaven down and like just digging deeper into the depths of hell. But it's all handcrafted levels and just really tight. There's a bunch of new mechanics added. Like you get these like little angel shovels that give you a double jump or maybe you just bounce off them. I can't remember, but Oh man, I was just Ooh. like that. So awesome. And then I was, uh, played this other precision alley. platformer called soda powered penguin. This game, I'm probably going to talk about it on a save it for the cast <laughs> intro too. Cause like it's this, this legit, like I already thought it looked awesome. And then I played the demo. I was like, this is my most anticipated game period. I mean, you know, I love my precision platformers, but like, Kind of like a Celeste-inspired platformer, you know, for lack of a comparison, but just precision platformers with a bunch of collectibles, but kind of more open-ended stages, more like Yoshi's Island style, but okay. kind of more, Your like there's a lot of Sonic, there's a lot of Sonic style stuff going <laughs> on favorites. with like loop de lose I know a bunch of my favorite games all wrapped in one, which actually, funnily enough, I might talk about that when we talk about the retro <laughs> stuff later. I legitimately um, do like both of those games. But yeah. so, And then it even had a little Wario Land 4 action, because I got to the all end right. of the stage, I was, I was thinking... I was like, oh, there might be some Super Mario World stuff going on. There were like these green exclamation point blocks. I was like, maybe I have to do something in a different stage or in like the overworld hub. It's kind of like Kirby 
style where there's like a hub and then you go into a door yeah. and then that's a, like a stage. So I was like, maybe I have to do something. But then I like got to the end of the stage or whatever. And it triggered like, oh, you got to get to the exit like super fast. And all the, those blocks like switched on and switched off. And I had this whole new path that I had to race back to the beginning Wario Land 4 style. But the way this works, like when I first booted it up, like I was really pumped to check it out because I really just like the pixel art and seen a bunch of clips on Twitter from the developer and was like, this game looks really cool, looks fun. But then when you first play, you, you play as this penguin with like a two liter soda strapped to their back, which I didn't realize from the clips like that. That's why it's soda powered penguin. And that's actually how you like do your dash is like you're just like, I guess that soda is just like launching you either up into the air or horizontally. But you can also do it and like kind of you do like a belly slide penguin style and then that like recharges like I don't know if it's just based on time or maybe even based on like friction from being on the ground and it shakes up the soda bottle I'm not sure but you can like keep boosting and boosting and boosting like I was like my computer's gonna melt I've never seen pixels run this fast on my (laughs) computer ever but I cannot describe to you like the level design is just so immaculate ever there's like these balloons that you can bounce into and you're just like Again, at first, like I started this thought and didn't finish it, but like you start out because you're this penguin when you're not doing your dash or sliding or whatever, you do this little like chintzy like waddle and you're like, I was like, oh man, these controls are wonky as hell, but like you're really not walking very often. You're just like dashing around and bouncing off shit every which way. Like and Rocket like, Knight or this something. This sounds awesome. Yeah, it, it's very much Rocket Knight. Yeah, although there, I don't think you can do a diagonal dash. Okay. But, it's like the way the like little coin collectibles are laid out. I don't know if you use them for anything in like a shop. I didn't, I didn't get to any point like that, but they're just like laid out to kind of like dictate, oh, here's where you can bounce off this balloon and do a double jump, like launch this way. But I I just cannot. I was like gushing and beaming by the time I finished this demo. And I because I had played some demos recently where I'd seen some clips and I even talked about this on some save it for the cast, like this game called Windswept that's coming out, which is very Donkey Kong Country inspired. I had seen a bunch of clips of like the developer basically speed running levels of the game. So when I played it, I was like, oh man, this doesn't look as smooth or it doesn't feel as smooth as I remember seeing it. But playing Soda Powered Penguin, I was like, man, I feel like just like the developer of these clips, I'm launching myself around. Even when I go the wrong way, I can kind of save myself. Uh, and that's kind of how I felt with Ando's game too, with Chibi Ninja. Yeah. So I, I just feel like I've been living in precision platformer paradise lately. Like I've played some others too, but. Man, I the indie stuff I've been playing, the demos, I played the demo for Rain Boy, which is really fun. Like, oh, man, just really almost too hard on that one, but <laughs> really, really cool. Um, yeah, that I don't know, rules. but I just really cannot recommend Soda Powered Penguin enough. And the music had some Donkey Kong Country vibes in the best way, like Always underwater level Donkey Kong ooh. Country vibes. So I was like, ooh, this is just the perfect combination so everything I like about video games. So yeah, that was just the demo. And I was like, this is, this is just unreal. So polished. So good. Just, oh man, can't wait for that game. Nice. I like how it looks. That's cool. Yeah. It's got like that purple blue Mm kind of palette, but I got to like another stage that kind of had this like green kind of indoor cavern floral kind of look. I was like, man, there's some cool vibes in this game. And like the, all the, so uh, the checkpoints are like vending machines and you have to like the, some of the collectibles are like bottle caps. So you have to get back to the vending machine to like deposit it Ugh. to get the collectible kind <laughs> of like, you know, strawberry style. With sauce. Oh, yeah. but you don't it's you don't have to just get the safe ground. You have to bring it all the way back to a vending machine, which is cool. I was going to say what reminded me of that was that or what remind 
What you reminded me of uh, when you were talking <laughs> about that was, you know how the Nintendo Switch Online has Genesis games on it? Yes. Um, or Master System or both. I don't know. Um, Just Genesis, I think. Yeah. Okay. Um, when are we going to get Sonic Advance on the Game Boy Advance. That's a good question. Yeah, yeah, there's no reason why they shouldn't be able to get that pulled off, right? And then I can finally raise Chow on my Switch (laughs) to fulfill the destiny of that system. (laughs) Yes. Did they they had the Chow Garden stuff on Sonic Advance? That you could raise the ones that you had in, you could upload them into Sonic Adventure 2 on the GameCube. With the Game Boy Advance, GameCube, uh, okay, cable. nice. Because that was the nice. thing with the Dreamcast and the VMU in yes, uh, like it was. first, and then and they made oh, a worse sweet. version of it. That's for awesome, on yeah. Nintendo, yeah, more that tedious, rules. more tedious version. It's so <laughs> jump good. through some more hoops to play with your hardware jowls. hoops, the best like, kind of hoops. <laughs> but it was I yeah. I I like maxed out my Chow on the, my copy of Sonic Advance, like. Oh my god, I love that, that. game. Was pretty. I, I like those. Were all Sonic pretty cool. Advance those game. and the Sonic yeah. Rush, like the portable yeah. Sonic games, were pretty cool. Like yeah. being, being a you know very mild Sonic fan, I always thought those were some of the cooler games in the series. Yeah, they were two D ones by nature, smaller and like kind of they had uh, level select as well, which Ooh, like yeah yeah made it immediately so much more accessible to me. Yeah, did we lose no. Randall here? Oh, he's back. My video froze. Your video okay. did freeze, but your voice was still there. So I was like, maybe it'll he knows what maybe he's it'll doing. solve he itself. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's oh, I guess yeah, one will probably happen, though. I would not be surprised at all. If Nintendo doesn't do that, that's on them for not yeah. reaching out to Sega and making that happen. I and mean, they seem so like much. they have a pretty good relationship these days yes. between like the Mario yeah. and Sonic at the Olympics oh, yeah. and like they're not at odds anymore no so. i should pick up frontiers at some point that's games i saw it sold like three million copies it's and like people damn. really like it, it apparently kinda, it looked kind of fun it's, it's like breath of the wild sonic yeah that's exactly what it is and oh, it's great i'm thinking of a different one i was thinking of that lost worlds one that kind of looked a little more like Gal- mario galaxy or whatever it was called yeah right. yeah lost world yeah but no frontiers apparently people love that game like, yeah like they yeah, appara- speaking of ando ando was a decent fan right. like I remember he was like, yeah, it was fun. Yeah. it's It seemed to be like that it was the most fun 3D, like, controlling Sonic that they've ever made. And then okay. the bar's was, a little low, but sure. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yes. But, uh, the, and then it still had, like, the, like, regular, uh, like, 3d sonic levels where that's you know going fast on a track or whatever yeah. and like yeah they yeah. and like everybody's like that's the worst part of the game like sure. the best part is just like being able to grind in the open world <laughs> on your soap shoes yeah <laughs> being sonic instead of link going yeah. around in breath of the wild world sounds pretty good just just jumping. on principle like that doesn't dash. sound terrible yeah even if you're just noodling around you know yeah i mean that's that's what I do in open world games. I barely play like them as intended. And I'm just like, hey, right. What dumb stuff can I do? Lots. Give yeah. me a sandbox. sandbox. I'll, I'll make my yes. own fun.
you had mentioned uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, I uh, what's it called? The Morph Cat game. Come on, brain. Uh, Bobble, Bobble. Nope, the other one. Micromages. Micro yeah. And then I realized, oh right, they released that second quest in 2022, and that was last year. And I have, I have that ROM, and I never booted it up. So then I, I don't was know like, if I. Second quest of oh micromages that's yes. right that's yes. right they they released like more levels and I'm like oh yeah. my god that was a thing that happened like I, I totally forgot about that too I need to go back and do that so thank oh, you yeah. for that too I totally forgot about that yeah morph cat uh, love amazing those guys amazing yeah I kind of want to get that I did, you got it didn't you that like super bat puncher yes. demo. Famicom, Famicom cartridge or yeah. whatever, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's just such a cute oh, cartridge. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's even I if still it had have nothing on it. it, I'd buy it. Yeah, 